Hey everyone and welcome back to what happened to us with Nate, Sam, and Hugh and we have a return of Sam. Thank God enough of Nate and myself is enough for your ears as well, I can imagine. We have some fun talking about Nate's concert going over the weekend as well as the big breakups of the week or the weekend or whatever that was and some other fun film related rabbit holes that we dive down in the norm. So here's the show. No, no, not likely. Not likely? No, why it's would, possible. Why would we assume? Possible. It'd be Anything's nice. Anything's possible. But, you know, work does outrank this show at times. Does it? No, does it? but let's be honest, it does. It does. I guarantee you she'd rather be talking with us than being in the meeting that she's in probably right now. Um, Probably true. We're yeah. delightful. But, you know, it's another week. We're going to go. We'll carry on. So. As always. Onto the br onto the breach. Right. Yeah, sure. Okay. Onto the breach. I was it was a, from Henry V. Oh, okay. he's trying he's trying to get rally his troops. I think he's calls like onto the breach. Yes. My, my friends or something like that. Oh. You know, great. You know, classic classic Shakespeare. Uh, you know, a reference where I'm like, I have to look that up now. Thanks, Nate. Uh, yeah. Well, I asked honestly. Well, Henry V is my favorite play. Really. Uh. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I was more of a Macbeth yeah. guy. Well, the uh, the St. Crispin's Day speech is uh, my favorite. Once more, unto the breach. Ah, I was yeah, I knew it was something, and it was I had the unto the breach part. Yeah, but yeah. Once more, once more sounds more poetic, just like his uh, his band of brothers speech, which the the, the St. Crispin's Day speech. Yes, and we now, few, we happy few, we band of brothers. Now we have our opening title for the show: unto the breach. Ah, yes. It was also the episode name of a Gilmore Girls episode, which is uh, apropos of absolutely nothing. Well, I'll put it like this. I will never be watching that. I've been told I need to watch it. It's Gilmore popped Girls? Up. It's been popping up on the Netflix queue of things I need to watch, and I'm like, I don't remember. Um, that's that's interesting. I wonder what your choices are that the algorithm... There should be nothing in my algorithm that pops up Gilmore Girls. Hmm so it's it's kind of having a bit of a moment uh, not a moment so much as in the news just because of the uh i don't know if you saw the uh, scott patterson the actor who plays luke the one of the main characters uh on his pot he's doing a podcast that's oh. a uh, re a rewatch okay uh you know which that seems to be all the rage these days i don't know who actually started that trend but i know zach braff and donald Faison certainly in the they were early recent. on well no i think the earliest was the uh the office ladies it was um uh jen i mean i think that the podcast is called the office ladies it's jenna fisher and angela kinsey have been doing a rewatch and they might have even predated the scrubs one but the scrubs one's been going on for a few years but now a lot of people are doing rewatches on different shows there's a west wing one that um that makes sense uh what's his name um i can't oh. think of the dude's name josh molina yes yeah. he, he played will bailey and then then scott patterson who plays luke is doing one and he kind of re, um, said the uh, last week that um, about how he was um, sexually harassed on set. Oh. It's actually it was actually within the episode. Like he said, he felt very uncomfortable because within the episode there was. Yeah, so I don't. I mean, you know nothing about going. He's the guy who owns the diner. Right. Right. So he's I know like, yeah, 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 yeah. And in in the in the the episode, there's a there's a scene where basically Melissa McCarthy and Lauren Graham. Uh, spend the entire scene like commenting on his ass and he just said he felt really uncomfortable doing it like yeah. filming the scene and then he said he felt more uncomfortable because when the scene was over the the other like crew members kind of continued the the thing mm -hmm. and so he he wasn't doing a uh women don't understand what you know he wasn't doing like i was treated like a piece of meat women don't understand he was doing more of now i understand how women are treated he was he was not being dismissive he no. was kind of being like i uh, get it yeah uh, and it became a big story, even though he just kind of mentioned it offhand. He's like, yeah, that episode made me really uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, but that show famously, um, uh, Amy Sherman Palladino, who who writes, who wrote, she's like, she was like Sorkin in that she wrote and directed and, and created every, like, every episode. Not Maybe not directed, but she wrote every episode like, like Sorkin did for several years. And she... Um, like the, the the scripts were twice as long because of how fast they talk. Mm -hmm. 
So like a so I mean you what you would say like a an, an hour long drama would probably have a script pages. that's between fifty and sixty pages about like uh, what the rule is is uh, a page per minute essentially yeah that's and right so about fifty ish fifty ish pages because yeah. a, a, an hour long shows fifty two minutes about right um, well the Gilmore Girls because of how fast they spoke her scripts generally were one ten like one hundred one ten per per hour episode because they talked oh, so fast that's a lot of shooting um, too but 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 part of that was um uh which i didn't realize until he said it was that how controlling amy sherman paladino was to the, which makes sense when you're writing a script that's that fast and that like has to hit all the notes that she did not allow any kind of him and sorkin's the same way any kind of improv it was stick to the script right you know just don't don't change a thing i'm not letting you change a thing so that's why Scott Patterson kind of felt uncomfortable saying anything about it because he didn't want to rock the boat because it wasn't one of those, you know, some directors like an, I mean, comedy tends to be different, but like an Adam McKay, so like, you know, those types of movies, they're very heavy improv, but like Sorkin and a lot of other ones, it's like, no, you are not changing my words. Like, I'll be honest, Nate, if I wrote a, com well, I do write some comedies, but if like, if a comedian type actor comes up with something better, I'd be like, that's better. And you'll know it when yeah. you see it. You're just like, that's better than what I could come up with please do it well even like i think well because mckay's on uh levitard a lot mm -hmm. since he's part of that family oh, I did um, not know that. and mike sure too mike sure is actually actually mike sure is on the show every day now he, huh. he calls in to do a stat of the day every single day okay so like you know like for anybody not familiar with mike sure he um created uh show he was a showrunner creator of parks and rec uh brooklyn 99 the good place he started on the office he played a character on the office he was um uh dwight's uh crazy cousin moe's on oh, the farm geez. yeah um he um so he's you know kind of a comedy legend just like adam mckay who obviously did all the he's done with comedy wolf, mckay though well fair what's that isn't mckay done with comedy though well his his movies are like a darker comedy well because he he's got he's gotten a lot more serious over the years you know be, be like political and serious like he you know his last one don't look up was dark but still kind of a comedy it had, it had yeah, dark comedy. Maybe. And then what was the what was Joker was the one he did uh, before that. No, that's uh, Joker is um, the other one. Not McKay. Uh, oh, who no, am I thinking? Uh, McKay did like the big short. And oh, did, yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. What yes. was the one with Cheney? Vice? Vice. The one yeah. where like Christian Bale? Yeah, yes. Vice. So his movies still are like comedies, but they're getting a lot darker. In the beginning, McKay's were all like the super broad, like. Talladega Nights and and oh, I'm and, thinking uh, Todd Phillips. My bad. And, yeah, yeah, and but yeah, and, and Anchorman. So he was all the Will Ferrells and and both of the and like McKay even said that like or people that have worked on his movies said that they would do multiple takes. In my defense, Todd Phillips did like due date, old school, road trip, The Hangover. So yeah, like okay, and he yeah. shifted into the more serious style. But yeah, yeah, yeah. McKay makes sense. He does do more of the political. I mix yeah. people up. Well, they they similar styles. I'm, uh, but like he, you know, and especially when you work with like, I mean, look at that cast in Anchorman. Yeah. Oh. That's a whole lot of improv people. But like, like they would say they would do multiple takes. Like one would be straight script, then then they'd just be like, okay, let's do another take and just make shit up. So like Anchorman was almost entirely made up. Because oh, yeah, he, he'll admit he's not like like Aaron Sorkin is like too high on his own horse. Too high on his own horse, where he's he does not think somebody can do it better than him. Whereas McKay's like, no, you guys can absolutely do better with than what I wrote. Just go. Yeah. Because I mean, you can only imagine what like Paul Rudd and 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 you know those guys, I, Steve Carell and 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 Will Ferrell and. Oh, uh, who's 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 Dazing Future? Richard Linklater. Yeah. Linklater. Linklater. Link Linklater. Okay, Link so I read a script of his. It's not a movie that everyone loves. I think it's still on Netflix, but it's called I Bernie. Don't his movies. It's a uh, Jack Black. Bernie. Bernie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, Bernie. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Sam. Hello. Hi. Hey. Hi. How What's are we doing? Good to see you. Just eating my lunch. How are you? Oh, good, you good. know. Um, never been better just, i was just we were just talking about the improv of comedy films and everything else like that that comes out we're, we're, yeah giving we're a story about, adam, about bernie adam, adam mckay movies Which, i don't even remember how it started but you know uh start off with well one of his movies are they're serious now so yes. yeah yeah he's taking a i mean they're still comedies but they're darker they're not like the will ferrell movies that he used to make have you watched the session oh yeah he does that that's right he's the executive producer of succession i forgot about yeah. that 
I have show. not. I have heard that I would like it, but like most things, I just don't watch. So I you, will, should, you should watch more TV, Nate. I will uh, watch Kieran Culkin in anything. Yes. I love Kieran. I love me some Kieran Culkin. Igby goes down so good. I love it. It goes down. So great. That was like his uh, comeback movie, wasn't it? Kinda well, not like... even comeback so much as just his. His Coming I'm into not adults. my brother. I'm not Macaulay. I'm not my brother Macaulay's. You know, kind of yeah. movie. Because you know he. Uh, I don't remember what his big like. Well, I mean, Kieran's first big movie was in Home Alone. He played the little the younger cousin, cousin that right. he's the bed. It's um, the best. Oh yeah, yeah. Trying how, to how are you, Sam? I haven't seen you in ages. Busy summer. It's. Yeah. I'm in the I'm in the main office, and it's so hot in the valley. It sucks. Is it? And um, we're gonna go to the UCLA game this weekend against Bowling Green because Annie. Yeah. Mm. And it's gonna be like 105 degrees in Pasadena. It's great. It's a night game though, right? Evening. Nope. It's oh no. What At 11:30. Oh god, no. Oh. Big hat. I don't know why they would do that. Big hat. That's umbrellas. That's, well, luckily the Rose Bowl famously has a lot of shade. Yeah, seriously. It's does, it does not. It does not <laughs> um, have any shade. There's I don't zero. think they allow umbrellas at the stadium. That is really? well, that makes sense. You'd be kind of blocking people, and it could be a weapon. That kind of, I guess that makes sense. But um, I, USC, I know, has a game at 3 that day, and it's still hot over at the Coliseum, too. So I don't know yeah. what's going to happen. I don't know if I'm going to take the baby, even though I paid, paid like, I mean, we're all supposed to go, but I, I think Josh and Resi might put this one out. I don't know. We'll That's see. That's fair enough. What them. is, how is, um, they don't, Resi would need a ticket, like, right? No. He, no. Okay. But Josh would. You know, Josh has a ticket, but you know, obviously, if she's not going to go, someone has to be with her. Has Has Kira been to a uh, a Rose Bowl game yet? No, okay. um, she's been to like Dodger games, uh, LAFC games. Like she's been to, yeah, that's about it. We don't really go sports and for this exact reason because it's always so hot. Yeah, and then uh, it's always a you know how much of a pain in the ass it is to go to the Rose Bowl. Absolutely. I wonder if it'll what kind of turnout the the UCLA games. Be awful. Be yeah, UCLA Bowling games tend green, to be man. empty because the students aren't even back yet. Yeah, the games are bad. And Bowling Green, I mean, it's I mean, I love Annie to death, but nobody cares about Bowling Green. I'm sure she's yeah, but wait. tickled to be going to yeah. see her her school. Yeah. Oh no, I'm sure she's excited because I mean that how how often would I mean I'm sure she has not been to a Bowling Green game in some time. I mean, wait until we, we like are part of the Big Ten. I want to see how the game the games look. It's yeah. going to be crowded, and it's going to be all like non UCLA people. Oh, we haven't have yeah. we even talked about how how everyone's abandoning the Pac twelve, and it's no longer going to be a thing. Oh, well, yeah. it's just two teams. Yeah, it's the, the, the <laughs> big two. Two teams. Like, well, yeah, it's you guys and USC are leaving, right? Yeah, yeah sports. Okay. And then Oregon is kind of angling to get out because Oregon wants still. I, it, it sounds like they're going to SEC. Is that where they're angling uh, for? Or... Now that would that, that that would be really weird if a team in Oregon played for the Southeastern Conference, but yeah. it's only a matter of time. No, I mean it's a it's I, break I down think to they two go to conferences, and that's it. I think they should go to the Big Twelve because the Big Twelve in Oregon that type all the teams in the Big Twelve are all offense, no defense, right. which screams Oregon. But I think the Big Twelve itself is also dissolving because all the teams are leaving. They're going the Big to the 12. Big Ten, and yeah, know. yeah. Tex once Te Texas and Oklahoma leave the Big Twelve next year. And it's then over. they're leaving like nothing. There's going to be nothing left in the Big Twelve. It's just going to be a merger for... of like the Big Mountain West and. Yeah, it's well. Eventually, it's going to be like two conferences: the Big Ten and the SEC, and then all, and they're going to be like thirty teams deep. Yeah, that's basically what's going to happen. <sighs> it's a shame though. Like there's there's some you know like so UCLA's not going to play Berkeley, and not that UCLA Berkeley was a huge rivalry, but it was a fun game. You know, it was nice. I, I, at least, at least you, at least USC is leaving too, because that would be a damn shame if that rivalry ended. Because that that happens. Texas and Oklahoma leaving together is key because that's their; those are the two biggest rivals. Red but River like, Shootout or whatever they call the it. The Red River. The Red River. I don't think I think they dropped the shootout part because yeah, you know, gun violence. Um, but like Missouri, Missouri and Kansas used to be a g enormous rivalry. It was called the Border War because that hit, the history of Kansas and Missouri goes back to like Civil War. Because right. they hate each other, um, but that when you, uh, Missouri went to the SEC, then that game ended. It's sad. It's a bummer. Yeah. 
because you know unfortunately the the whole uh history of kansas and missouri uh even though i'm you know my heart's on the missouri side my uh well actually you know uh, the history of Kansas is a little bit better. It was a it was a whole slave state versus free state thing, right? And we were not the free state in this situation. In fact, the Kansas's Kansas's state nickname is the Free State. Oh, that yeah, that, that, that's uh, yeah. I learned a lot about Kansas when I was there this weekend. I was about was to say you had a you had a bit of a trip. Did any uh, any updates on uh, said concert that you were psyched up about? Because... Uh, uh, it was awesome. Well, the, it start. It was a baseball game. It started as a baseball game. Uh, frankly, the frankly, the Padres Royals was the opening act, and it wasn't a good opening act. Was that the the thirteen to five game? No, it was the next day. It was like a four to three game. It was even yeah. worse. Yeah. Um, and the stadium was empty because the Royals suck, and the food sucks. I we had That's our we had an entire. What's that? That's disappointing. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you're familiar with the. You know, it has that beautiful waterfall in the outfield, but it's yeah. an ugly stadium. Um. Shares a parking lot with Arrowhead where the Chiefs play. But yeah, the concert was the big deal. Uh, they Except that the, the crowd was so empty. Like, we we were kind of in the one of the higher decks because we only paid 10 bucks for the tickets. Didn't really matter. Right. But then for the concert that was on the field, they moved everybody down to the lower levels to make it seem more crowded. And I could have paid an extra 25 bucks to get on the field. Um, but I chose, I was like, that, I don't care. I don't want to be on the field. We had a 10 year old with us. She, she, she did not care about the concert in the slightest. No. Uh, as cause what 10, cause it was an, I love the nineties concert. Uh, the four acts were color me bad. Tretch from naughty by nature, which just basically might as well have been naughty by nature. Cause all you know, I didn't even, I honestly had to look up how many people were in naughty by nature. There were three. Oh, okay. Not yeah. Three. There was a, it was like, it was kind of like salt and pepper where there's the, the, the the DJ and then Salt and Pepper the Spinderella and Salt yeah, and Pepper Spinderella so three past she did she one of them is not alive she... anymore well Salt and Pepper is still alive so maybe she is the one who... I didn't realize she passed uh... um, but yeah and then there was calling uh, um, me bad uh, oh Black Street and then uh, Vanilla Ice um, Black Street is amazing they're one of my favorite R and B bands of the nineties. The song Don't Leave Me came on yes. the radio the other day, and I was singing along to it in my car while driving like an idiot, and I forgot how good the song was. That's all. They, um, they, it, you know, it was a short, con- the concert didn't start until, t- they had to set up the, 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 the stage, which they did pretty, fairly fast, all things considered. They'd wait for the game to end and then set up the stage on the field. And then, then the concert started, and they basically let each, each act do four, four songs, three songs, three songs. And for the life of us, we could not think of a third Blackstreet song. Like, I remember that one, and obviously No, uh, no Diggity. Uh, frankly, I couldn't, uh, like, you know, Color Me Bad, I, I knew the three songs. You know the three songs they're going to play. They're going to do All for One. Um, I think it's called All for One. I'm going to Sex You Up. and um, uh, It's called All for Love. All for Love, that's yeah. it. Um, I'm going to Sex You Up, and then that uh, Mia Moore, I Adore Mia Moore, that one. Um, and then, then obviously Naughty by Nature has the three and then, um, but I could not think of a third, third, um, uh, Blackstreet song. So I, and I still don't know what song that, that was. They were handing out roses. They're like throwing roses to the crowd oh. and they, they ended the, well, actually, no, I'm sorry that Blackstreet kind of turned it into a medley. Their very last song, they turned No Diggity into a medley and ended their set playing a uh, covering shout by Tears for Fears. So that was pretty exciting. Nice. And then Did Vanilla they do I- a I- slow song? Because the other, the, the third song that I know of is "Before I Let You Go." The, the, the song in the middle. They started with the "Don't Leave Me," then they mm-hmm. played the the song in the middle, and then ended with "No Diggity." The song, the song in the middle. They just it was like they were throwing out roses, and like the chorus was I'm, was something about giving you a rose. I had never heard the song before. Oh. Um, like um, I like "Before I Let You Go," but it's I don't slow. Know. Maybe that was it. They 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 might have just been like riffing with the rose thing since they were throwing those out. Uh, I was well, very. Well, it starts off. Let me see. It starts off. Before I let you go. Before I let you go. Can I get a kiss? Good night, no. baby. Oh. oh, that might. No? Yeah, that was it. That was yes. No. Yeah, that that was it. Um, I hate. I'm an awful singer. Um, and then uh, calling me bad was a little upsetting because there was only the one guy left. Uh, you know, it used to be four guys. There was the guy that looked like George Michael, who's the only one remaining. The guy that looked like Kenny G, the other lead singer who had like the pencil must, the pencil beard. He and then the um, 
the other guy, the fourth guy. And so the, the George Michael guy was the only guy left. And then he had two guys with him that were like half his age. Um, and then Vanilla Ice came out, and Vanilla Ice was t technically the headliner, so I think he played four songs, but I was very excited that he did Ninja Rap. Cause I, yes, yeah, I was going to ask you. Not only did he do Ninja Rap, he brought out a Ninja Turtle, like a guy in a full, like a guy in a full-on costume, like from the original movies, like that, the, you know, not, it was, it, I guess they're made of like latex or rubber, but he full-on outfit and did Ninja Rap. And then he and do you remember when he when Vanilla Ice like tried to do come back as like a new metal artist in like the early two thousands, like he was like a rap metal kind of yeah. He absolutely. had he had a single from that that didn't go anywhere, but I recognized it as soon as he started performing it because I think I had like the CD single, and he started playing it, and I was like, oh my god, I haven't heard this song in twenty years, and I don't think anybody in the audience had heard it. Everybody was just waiting for Ice Ice Baby. That's usually how it goes. By but the it was way, great. I was wrong. Still alive, Spinrel. Still okay. Alive. Oh, so you killed. Oh, uh, well. Now, now. Uh, that is not my. That is somebody, not my power. I'm a somebody. I'm a relationship destroyer. Yeah, yeah. You destroyed Leonardo DiCaprio and his lovely um, girlfriend slash could be his. Wait, what daughter. happened? They broke up. Yeah, they he, broke she up. turned twenty-five. Yeah, yeah. She hit. The, she hit the ceiling. Uh, oh, but they, yeah. but but they'd been together for four years, which is Once that's again, kind she of hit unusual. Twenty-five. Thing. Yeah. Oh, matter. It is. It is remarkable. You've you've shown it to me, Hugh, before. That that pie chart, not a pie chart, the graph yeah. of yeah. like his uh, bar graph of his, the the ages of his ladies, and it is remarkable that it follows a pattern of of over the years they get slightly older and then he goes back to like the it actually follows a pot pattern. Look at it. They go up and then he starts back younger and they get up a little bit. Um, He'll date like, another twenty year old till they're twenty five. Dump them. Giselle was was pretty young when they started dating. Nineteen, I think. Maybe yeah. eighteen. But the only the only two that I can recall that lasted like a good amount of time. He was with this current one, this now former, up until recently it was four years. It's a long time. And he was with Bar Raffaelli, the Israeli model. He was with her for several years. Yeah. But otherwise, yeah. He was yeah, and then he was photographed. TMZ had photos of him yesterday out with his boat with his boys. I don't think they're the pussy posse anymore. Oh, I miss uh, the pussy posse. Yeah. He was out with guys that I uh, did not recognize because it wasn't like the old school. It wasn't like the Kevin Connolly. And who who was in the pussy posse? It was Kevin Connolly. McGuire. Uh, Toby McGuire. McGuire. Uh, Lucas Haas. Yeah. And um, the magician, David Blaine, the magician. He was part of the pussy posse. Um, but these guys I did not recognize. But it was so funny. You could tell that they were just his entourage because they were just all dressed like him. They were all wearing cargo shorts and like a white T-shirt. Um, but yeah, so he's so uh, he's on the. I mean, I feel like all of his like the pussy posse probably all got married and had kids, right? I mean, they're of age. I do believe Connolly yeah. did have a kid. Yeah, uh, and Tom McGuire is divorced, but he does have kids. I don't know anything about Lucas Haas's um, personal life. Uh, I'm trying but to look yeah, Lucas you... Haas, Kevin Connolly, Tom McGuire. But yeah, we were jokingly talking about him like last week or the week before, and then it was so Hugh killed that relationship. Yeah. So I was like, "Oh, Sorry. they're still in a relationship," and Nate's like, "Yep." I'm like, "During the, the in between the episodes, relationship yeah. over." Well, in theory, they could have been broken up. They just didn't announce it until recently. That is true. Probably. That is true. But he's the, he's an, he is a very private person, so who knows? Is he though? He's pretty. I mean. He doesn't talk about his life of dating under not underage. That's 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 a I should that's a I should not say that. They're not they're of age, just barely. Hmm. He's not the one who talks about it. Everybody else talks about it. But you know, I mean, hell, uh, there are a lot of actors. I mean, Al Pacino's dating a twenty-year-old. He's eighty. Like that's you know, other people are. It's not. He's not the only one. Dude, but if you could, would you? Of course you would. If you were famous and you're, you know, a good-looking guy, like, of course you'd date younger girls. Why is, the fuck is, not? Is Al, is Al Pacino good-looking? I'm just saying they're famous. Yeah. They're famous oh, yeah. and they're good-looking. Oh, yeah. Okay. And Al Pacino's, never, uh, Al Pacino's never been married, so I'm sure he's had quite a life. I'm sure he's lived life to the fullest. Like um, like Jack Nicholson, right? Like, he's never been married. Exactly. Right? Um, Angelica Houston was, like, the closest he's yeah, ever Yeah, he, right? he was with Angelica Houston for, like, over 10 years, but they were never right. married. And he was a Laura Flynn she, Boyle for a long time. She, who did she let leave him for? Angelica Houston? Somebody famous. I don't remember. But yeah. She, I ended, up, she ended up marrying. She ended up marrying him, I think. And I think she regretted it. But Jack Nicholson. 
I would I, I assume he's probably not in failing health because he, he not only does he he low key re- retired from acting, he also you don't see him anymore. He doesn't go to Lakers games. He doesn't. And I think I think I read somewhere that he has like not dementia, but he he his like he is in failing health, which is very sad. Well, he's old. He is. He's up. He's got to be close to ninety. Like some of those actors, just like they don't announce the retirement. They like Gene Hackman. They just stop acting, and after a few years, you're like, I haven't seen that person in a movie in a long time. Well, uh, once a year, I was I was uh, watch um, something's got to give, even though I think it's ridiculous, but it's like mm. classic Nancy Myers, you know? Mm. Yeah. Was that was that Diane Keaton? Is that yeah. the one with Diane Keaton? And Amanda Peet. Yep. And Keanu Reeves. And it didn't. It, and didn't it play take place on like the Hamptons or something? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Lucas Haas is married to Sharon or Shannon Ford. Okay. So two kids. I was like, I was like that. He's, he's yeah. you know, I enjoy him. Uh, something you know, something he's got to give is a classic. Yeah. It's an odd, it's an odd romantic comedy. What is the, I mean I don't know if you have it on at your fingertips. What is the last movie that Jack Nicholson did? Um, it's it's been a bit. It's list? definitely been a bit. Maybe What's up? Bucket List maybe? No, I think he's No. It's possibly is not a movie in 10 years. I just can't I, I can't recall what the last one would have been. Um, but it's been a while. Um, it's the... Angelica Houston left him for Ryan O'Neal. Ah. That makes that makes sense. Uh, it's all filmography. Huh. Have you seen uh, the, uh, the, how the, how uh, how do you know was the last movie he did? How do you know? I don't and, even remember that. Uh, that was uh, uh, with Paul Rudd and Reese Witherspoon. Oh, I've Owen seen that. Wilson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. It's not very good. It's not very good. Um, bucket List was like he was in I'm Still Here as himself, but the Bucket oh, List yeah. was oh. his last big big feature, okay. where he was a lead. I was just thinking about, I just talking actually this weekend with my cousin who I was uh, visiting about Angelica Houston because we were talking about the Adams family because I did not know anything about that new show. I didn't realize that there was a new Adams yeah. family show that with when that's based on when. I mean, it's just Wednesday, or it's called yeah, Wednesday. Catherine, Catherine Zeta-Jones, yeah, Catherine yeah. Zeta-Jones is Morticia. I um, and Louise I can't Guzman. Re- Louise, yes, because that's how it came up. Because people are really upset that Louise about Louise Why? Guzman being. Because I, have you seen the look? The, the, yeah, they well, the, the, people are really mean. They're, they they keep saying he's too ugly to play Gomez, which is a mean, first of all. And if you look at pictures, it is uh, it's jarring to see there there are photos of him in costume. It's jarring to see him as Gomez. But she's it, supposed to be way out of yeah. Date. No, that's what I said. Is the whole point of it is that Morti- like Gomez is supposed to be mar- you know married out of his league. Like Morticia's beautiful and he's not, except everybody just associates Raul Julia. Like Raul Julia is, you know, he is more Gomez. Like every, I don't, I don't, hopefully Luis Guzman's good. And Catherine Zeta Jones, she's, you know, she's always good. And I know, uh, Christina Ricci's in it. I haven't seen what part she plays. They, probably they not. They haven't announced big. it yet. Yeah. So she's still uh, blank on the, the call sheet. Um, and then you have uh, Jenna. I like the Ortega. girl that plays Wednesday. Jenna Ortega. I, I wasn't. I just saw her name. I wasn't familiar who that was. She's um. She plays younger Jane and Jane the Virgin. Oh okay. She's and in I think Scream. She's in Yesterday, which I haven't seen. She did a bunch of horror movies. That. Yeah, she's done a lot of stuff. I mean, I was. I, I when I saw Tim Burton is is behind Wednesday. I was like, okay, this Tim Burton doing Adam's Family. I'm sold. I'm in. I don't. I don't even. I don't need to know anything more. I was joking with someone. He's like, I bet. I guarantee you, he's a bit upset that he couldn't get Johnny Depp to play. Yeah, you know, like it would have been, like his that would be that would have been that would that would he would have been a good Gomez. Um, you know, I mean Johnny Depp's he's kind of he's gonna start doing things again. Oh yeah, he's, he's, he's gonna. Yeah. You know, he he he's 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 dipping his toe in the water like he was at the VMAs um, right. on uh, Sunday. No, but yeah, he was wasn't gonna, he, he wasn't physically there, but I was gonna say like I think with the way that they casted everything, like I. They needed to cast a Latin person. Oh, absolutely! As Gomez. Oh, I'm no, sorry. Yeah. No, like, no, no. Johnny Depp could never do that. Did you? Did they you shouldn't. guys ever? No. Did you guys ever see? Um, I, I, I only know this because I was looking at. We were looking up 
stuff about Wednesday, but the um, the other the Adams Family, re- I think it was called like Adams Family Reunion. Yeah. It came out. It came out after Adams Family and Adams Family Values. Raul Julia had passed away already, so they couldn't bring him back. And Angelica Houston and Christopher Lloyd just said they didn't want to do it anymore. So it was an entirely new cast. But oh Tim my God. Kurt, Tim Curry played Gomez, which I don't remember at all. No. But I looked at that. And I'm like, oh, Tim Curry would be a fantastic Gomez. And I forget who I forget who played Morticia, but it was uh, also Daryl Hannah. Daryl Hannah, that was it. Which was odd. That was an odd casting. But um, I don't remember that movie at all. At all. Like I, I've Family Values. I actually thought Family Values was almost as, if not as good as the first one. It was close. It was not good either. No. Oh. Like, well, define. Um, I thought. I thought um, what Joan Cusack was amazing when she well, played yeah, like the, right. the the Black Widow. Yeah, did we just kill Jack Nicholson off, guys? Uh, uh, I hope Tim not. Curry maybe. Well, he killed Spinderella. No, <laughs> I don't kill people. I just break mm. up relationships. So fair. You know, we fair. talk about Kaylee Cuoco. Guess what? She gets divorced. Uh, oh, I don't. Like don't. Her anyway. Sorry. Well, hey. Nate does. Nate does. I do, I do. Although I've not, because like uh, I like her on Big Bang Theory. I've not watched the flight. Of, I've not watched. Um, she's a better actress now than she used to be. Like if you go back, yeah, and, because she got paid to to actually act for however many years, and she made a ton of money. And I'm like, oh, there, yeah. there's so many better actresses out there, but whatever. True. True. I've not seen the flight attendant. She she's been not the flight attendant's been on two seasons. She got nominated for an Emmy for both seasons, so I assume she's pretty decent on it. But I. But I agree. I agree. I agree. Are, the early, I mean, especially the early seasons of Big Bang Theory and when she was on um, Eight Simple Rules before that. Granted, she was like 15 on Eight Simple Rules, but she was a terrible actress. She got better I mean, over the years. But, I mean, Bernadette was great the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. So is Maya Bialik. Maya yeah. Bialik, you know. Well, she, Maya Bialik's a pro. She is. She's been around for around forever. for decades at that point well she also yeah. been off for decades at that point too you know yeah she had that little uh little journey into uh bio uh, bio- yeah microbiology no neurobiology neurobiology yeah it's Smart. funny how the two actresses of wonder years and blossom became phd mm-hmm. not can- they're yeah. both PhD doctors now yes yeah they're both phds and both phds from ucla well, that's... I remember. I remember. We we would see. I don't know if Sam, if you ever saw her on like because you you were on North Campus more. But I, I would see Maya Bialik all the time because she was she was a, yeah, a TA. She was, she was a TA as well, so you'd always see her. She was always like dressed in sweats and things. But you know, I Other mean, people. we we were of that age um, where we knew we all knew Blossom. Like you know, we like Ooh. now it had had Maya Bialik not been on Big Bang Theory or obviously hosting Jeopardy. I don't think kids now would remember Blossom very well, but we were of that age right then where it was like, right then, you know? Well, yeah, I was just talking to a coworker. He's like 24, and we were talking about Jeopardy actually literally like an hour ago um, when we were getting lunch. And uh, he's like, who's hosting Jeopardy now? I'm like, Maya Bialik. And he's like, who? I'm like, well, Oy. she's in Big Bang Theory. I'm like, I'm trying to like figure out like what reference, you uh, know? You just just say she she played the young Bette Midler in Beaches. See if he knows oh, yeah. if he gets yeah, that reference. Seriously. But um, no, but it's, it's, it's interesting because I feel like we were lucky, at least at the time, of our contemporaries where like Michelle Kwan and Jaleel White and Danica McKellar, like all these people that we grew up watching as St- like Stacey, our age. Stacey Keenan. Yeah. yeah, they were all at UCLA. Mm-hmm. I, used to, I had classes with, um, I remember Michelle, I never had a class with Michelle Kwan, but she lived in, I think, Reber. We were, yeah, it was one of the, it was one of the high rises, and my, all, you remember all my roommate, my dorm mates. God, mm-hmm. they were they were in love with her, like they were obsessed. Um, I think I would see her in like the food halls and things. But yeah, I had I had classes with her with Jaleel White, like film classes. I had a I had a class with Stacy Keenan. She almost knocked me down the stairs. Um, yeah, that was that was a, what a what a what a time to be alive. I'm sure it would be the same if you went to SC. I'm sure there are all kinds of well known actors there at the time, but. Uh, you, you have any um, any uh, sitcom stars at Wheaton here? <laughs> Actually, uh, not that I went to school with them uh, at the time. Uh, what is it? Uh, Catherine Keener. Went really? To she went to Wheaton? Oh, that's she cool. Did. That's actually a really good one. Uh, also, uh, what was it? Um, oh, what was the the psycho the sports psychologist show on USA? 
uh, something roughness or oh necessary roughness is it necessary roughness yeah yeah and I and the reason I know that is because when the first I remember the first time I heard about it I was like wait like the movie I thought maybe it was some like the you know the college football movie uh, and it's not so yeah so it is necessary roughness I didn't okay. I believe the lead of uh, that show. Which was Are you sure it wasn't like um No no what, that, what, necessary what, what is the movie is it like any given Sunday? No. Yes, yeah. It's uh, it's, it's it it's Amanda Pete, it's Bruce Willis, yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe Callie Thorne, uh, who played oh. the lead in that one, um, uh, went to Wheaton as well. Okay. Well see that's cool though. Danny I mean Santino. it's not it's not fair. I mean for us to you know, UCLA and USC is not really fair because of course a lot of celebrities go there because they stay in LA. Like, you know, a, a small school in Massachusetts, that's kind of cool to have a Catherine Keener going there. Well, yeah, that, yeah. I will not say what year she went to. She might have gone to Wheaton in Illinois, too. So. Oh, okay. I'm looking. But I could be completely incorrect on this one. But. Mm. Did Will Wheaton go there? Oh, ha, 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 ha. It's named after. Named after. I'm guessing uh, she might have gone because. Yeah, she did go to Wheaton College in Norton. She's from, uh, she's from Boston. So, do you do you recall? Do you know if any like ce- uh, celebrities went to your high school? None that you knew of. No. Shockingly, shockingly, my high school, given that it's a school of eight hundred kids in like a suburb of St. Louis, had a shocking number of celebrities who went there, like Andy Cohen, oh, a famous alum, uh, Scott Foley of Felicity and um, other shows fame, um, the Scandal. Uh, he got kicked out of my school. Like, we had a number of celebrities, which is just odd. Uh, I know Tony Gwynn Jr. went to my high school, my middle school. Didn't he famously not go as Junior? Like, he didn't want to be called Junior, I, so he just went by Tony Gwynn? I don't, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Timothy Oliphant and Jimmy Renner went to my sister's high school. I was going to ask, because I knew that they were famous Modesto uh, locals. I didn't, that's funny. I would see if I I don't know if you ever saw him, but I would see Timothy Olyphant all over Westwood. He lives in Westwood, and it made me it made me sad because I remember seeing him on like a Tuesday afternoon. This was later on. This wasn't when we were there. Uh, like just a couple years ago, I saw him walking around with what looked like a very young girl, like a like a college age or late or high school. And I just thought it was one of those like Leonardo DiCaprio situations where I'm like, oh no, Timothy Olyphant, don't don't tell me this. And I looked it up. I'm like, ah, oh, it's his daughter. Like he's he's been, he's married to his high school girlfriend. He's been married for thirty some odd years. I love him. He's he's amazing. The pride of Modesto. He's like the 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 better version of um, who's the guy that married Josh, Fergie? Josh Duhamel. Yeah. Yeah. I was as, yeah. as soon as you started to say that, I'm like, I bet you're talking about Josh Duhamel. You're right. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yes. I did have a girl called Kate Morgan Chadwick. Uh, who was in Hail Caesar? Hmm. Uh, she went to my high school. All right. Uh, she graduated. Uh, we have some athletes. We've got a couple baseball players. Uh, some Olympian. Okay. Grammy nom- nominated pianist. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. I, I, yeah, nothing, nothing like, uh, nothing. Yeah. Did the punt god go to your uh, high school? No, he did not. Okay. Sam, I don't that's know if you heard about that that's one. Un- that's that's un- a- unfortunate. That's an unfortunate... Well, no, it's not unfortunate because it's his own doing, but um, oh, it's unfortunate that Oh, not, not by his... his parents' standings. Well, well, he... They're being canceled. They say they are being canceled, yeah. So um, we know what kind of people they are. It's curious, though. Like, you know, he was accused of horrible crime. You know, horrible. He was accused of rape. Gang rape. Um, they, gang rape, yes. Uh, yes, yes. Um, but you know, I who, uh, yeah, and his parents are basically saying, you know, he's you're he's being tried in the court of public opinion when no charges were ever filed. Like it's a civil suit against him. It's not criminal. It's uh, the criminal charges are coming. Are they? Yes. Okay. So. Because it, it yeah. It takes longer. Like the, I guarantee you the, the the police drag their feet as they do when it comes to any of these kind of crimes. 
Yeah, what's Especially the deal with that? I was gonna, I was gonna, I haven't really been following Listen, yet, but it's San Diego State, right? Yeah, it is yeah, San Diego he was, State, he yeah. was, I mean, legendary. I mean, you have to be truly legend, like a truly skilled kicker, to be that famous as a college kicker. Like he like, was the like, most, like Kai Fairburn. Yeah, exactly, exactly, or Nate Kading. Um, oh, oh, come on, that's that's a bit low. Yeah, yeah. Or um, cost did, Philip Rivers his legendary status. That kid. Most accurate Sam, did, kicker, my didn't ass. One of you, didn't one of your um, like uh, SAA friends date like the? Wasn't she dating like the kicker for UCLA? Yeah, Nate Fixie. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. I knew it was, he was also a Nate. I remember that. Yeah. Um, yeah so punt god Wait, is what his was, nickname. One of her what? S what? SA student alumni association. Is that what SAA was? Right. Yeah. I, yeah. And she, she also did orientation too. But yeah, no, it was a it was a thing. Um, yeah. But like we actually have really good kickers. UCLA is like yeah. awesome. That's yeah. All. Uh, yeah. So the 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 punt god. He was recently drafted to the Bills, and it and it turned out he's being sued in a, in a civil case by a woman who says that he and two other I, I don't know if the other two were football players as well or if they were just students. Um, essentially, she essentially raped her at a Halloween party last year when he was still in college. And it's sort of coming out now because of the civil suit, um, and the Bills, the Buffalo Bills, cut him already, even though he was doing amazingly in the. So they didn't even like they they weren't even like we'll wait until the the more facts come out. They were just like nope, we're getting rid of him. Oh no, they knew is... about all this information. Don't oh yeah, I mean bills... it's been, it's I mean it happened last uh, last Halloween, and there's no way they didn't know that there were accusations out there when they drafted him. But they Did guarantee they, they you cut... that team knew. Like all the teams, know. Oh, yeah. they have private I'm investigators. Sure. They they know everything that's going on with any player that they're willing to draft. They just hope. Oh, I'm sure it would go under the radar for some odd reason. Which it did for months. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, so we'll see. But yeah, but now yeah, now his parents are upset because they they say they're getting death threats and such. Uh-huh. Um, I'm all, I'm I'm sure third third of the country is unfortunately all the girl that's the victim is getting that too. So fuck off. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I. Oh yeah, she's uh no. Oh, she, I'm sure. They're like he shouldn't be cut. Like it's it, it's all this. I hate this. I hate everything about this. And then you look yeah. at Deshaun Watts, and you're just like, yeah, that's about right. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he has... Well, wasn't she, like, 17 or something? She was and 17. Just, I'm, I'm just yeah, like, she was 17. Yeah. Uh, Which people are like, oh, she knew better. She was at a college campus. I'm like, that doesn't... Oh, yeah. That's a good reason, sure. Yeah. Uh, Going to a party and even hooking up with a guy, fine. I get that. But, like, non-consensual no. hookup? No, no, no. Different no, story. No, no, no. Yeah. Absolutely. And in, as she claims, um, she says that she, and she admits that she was pretty drunk when she arrived, which obviously is, doesn't matter. I mean, that's not, I mean, that's nothing wrong with that. Um, but she also claims she thinks she was drugged while she was there. Cause she said, she admit she acknowledges she, she had been drinking beforehand, but she said once she got there, she had one drink. And then after that, she doesn't remember anything. So she, she thinks that the guy, I don't I hate, so, they know, keep using they they keep calling him Punt God in all the the articles because oh, that's what stop. he's that's his name. But don't don't that's not a that's not a name they should still be using. But but I but for the I I keep saying it because I don't I I can't remember his real name. It's Matareza. Yeah, Matareza. Um, well, I'm hoping that they had that she went to the hospital and like, did, filed it. And, day, like, they need yeah, they need, they 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 need evidence unfortunately yeah. for that. That's the problem. That's, That's why these what, cases never get never get like a lot of day a, because you can't prove shit because if he, she blacked out, like they have to have forensic evidence, unfortunately, which and, hopefully and they, they have. They say that I know certain states. I, don't, I think California is one of them, or just because of budget and whatnot and staffing. Some those rape kits are like some of them are years behind on actually getting completed. So who knows? And it's notorious that cops just destroy evidence when it comes to that too it's not this is a broken system in general and fortunately this is hasn't so the drink was handed was handed a drink by reza so this is where i mean they can be supreme court justices now so whatever Yeah, yeah that's the problem yeah I'm sure. I'm sure there are a, a large number of Buffalo Bills fans who are upset that he got cut. 
you know, there's the, that would not surprise me given that fan base. Aren't they kind of like, aren't they kind of like drummers? Like you could just like replace them? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. I want to I want to quote the lawyer for representing the Areza kid, Carrie Armstrong. I've known his father for a really long time. I just don't think that these two very awesome parents raised a guy who could do something like that. Is ah. what the lawyer said. Ah, the old. Uh, Doesn't the old, matter. I mean, every yeah. every serial killer parent, every school shooting yeah. parent said the same yeah. shit. Yeah. So. Seemed like such a good kid. One of those, yep. Or like the parents are great. You're like, well, the parents didn't do it. Yeah, because yes. Brock Turner had very good parents. Yeah, I, I think you guys are well aware. He of the had Stanford. the he had the best yeah. parents. That's why they got him off. Yep. After, he, for six months. So that wasn't the affluent. No, no, he wasn't that was the, the Stanford affluent. one. Okay, yeah. But remember that kid that got off on charges because they called it essentially affluenza because it was a rich white kid? Um, yeah. It was also... Same, it's the same one. The same one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember. Um, whatever happened to that guy? Cause he, he went he back didn't... home and then he, they complained about like everyone putting chalk on it outside their house saying rapist. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. As they... You know what? Yeah. Huh. Oh. Actually, something just popped up on the 22nd. About what? About Brock Turner. Oh, really? Uh, Stanford rapist Brock Turner goes viral again via Whisper Network in Ohio. That doesn't sound good. What What did he do this time? Each other about Turner's presence. Look, Okay, so TikTok is using... Like, people in TikTok in Ohio are kind of like saying when he's at a bar they're like using tiktok to inform everyone in the area that he's oh interesting so well that's a good you know that's one of the few times where the tiktok or social media is used for the greater good or let's not forget the gawker stalker oh man i was talking about gawker i was talking about gawker stalker recently um a terrible idea like it's Hugh do you remember awful. that I, I get it awful but it was oh, it as was, a reader as a reader I loved it yeah where people would like send in real time celebrity sightings and then Gawker would immediately post them so it's like so and so is down at the Starbucks on 42nd street so then you could just go down there and, and you know see a celebrity and oh. I could totally see why that was a terrible idea and they realized it was a terrible idea because even before they went under, they they got rid of that. They got rid of, you know, they didn't do that for that long. Right. But I loved it. It was great. I, but that's something you could really only do in New York because I feel like it wouldn't work as well in L.A. because it would take you take people too long to get to that place, you know, like unless you lived in the area. But like New York, it, you know, certainly in Manhattan, if you're reading that and you're like three blocks away, you're like, oh, you know, that's cool. I'll, John Hamm is down at such and such. I'll just walk down there. But in L.A., it doesn't work really that well. Gotta see the Hamaconda. The Hamaconda, yeah. I don't know why I just thought of him. That was a weird Because St. Louis, and he didn't go to your school. He did not. He went to our right one of our rival schools, though. Did you ever John see Burroughs. that, uh, uh, was it Michael Sheen, John Hamm thing on YouTube? From what? No. They're doing uh, catchphrases or little sayings between uh, St. Louis and whales oh really yeah you can f- i i recommend it you that's just, like very uniquely specific for both of you guys yeah it it really is yeah it was very it's quite funny so they're just were like, they were they ever on they were they, were, they weren't good omens they weren't together on, oh okay i was gonna say because they were on 30 rock but not at the same time because they both play oh. tina Fey's boyfriends have you guys watched the new trailer for the new fletch with john ham oh, excuse me what there's a new Fletch. Yes. With John Hamm. What? Yeah. You guys need to watch and it. And you know, it's what's funny is that I also just when I the other I just learned about it this weekend. My cousin was like, "Did you did you know there's a new Fletch?" And I was like, "No, I had no idea there was a new Fletch." Because w- when did they even make it? I don't even remember them talking about when they were. I, what? It it went under the radar. The fact that it's already made. I remember for years. There was Kevin Smith was working on one that he was writing for Jason Lee to play Fletch. Oh God. That sounds. That could have been okay. I don't know. 
know. Um, but yeah, I had no idea about the the John Hamm one. Could be good, I guess. I don't know. He has know really good it, comedic but... timing. John Hamm he is, is good. He's, he's, so he's oh, funny. he's gonna play Fletch. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, he, um, John Flatterly is in it from Mad Men. Yeah. Okay. Who who um who wrote? Are you looking at it, Hugh? Like yeah, who, uh, who made it? Okay, the Zev Barrow is going to be the d- director, I believe. Uh, no, no Greg Matola is the writer. Hmm. Uh, who else is in it besides the um those? He two? Greg Matola did um. What's that? Jonah Hill, Super, uh, Michael Sarah movie Superbad. about high school. Yeah. Oh, Super, Superbad. Superman? Oh, okay. Um, so is um. Hmm. Zeb Barrow was uh, he did Forever, which was uh, he also did Chuck. It's the writer in Chuck, oh, Lethal okay. Weapon, the TV series. Is it a? It's a TV series. It, so. Oh, it's a series. Oh, it's not a movie. It's a series. Yeah. Oh. Well, then that, that's even more puzzling that I had no idea it was being made. What what is it for one of the streaming services? Uh, is it? No, it might be. It looks like a movie. Like Sorry, a movie. I Sorry don't know. no, no, it's a movie. It's a movie. My bad. So it's rated R. That's good. Is it like a, it should be? It, it's, so it's like a it's just a reboot or it, it it or it's not a sequel, is it? It it just not says a, confess trail flesh confess flesh. Coming out this year. Interesting. Uh, it is on the 16th, actually. It comes out this month. Marsha Gay Harden's in it. I love her. I do, too. That's awesome. We saw her at Sundance. Skiing. I saw the um, the, the photos have come out. I saw them just today of uh, Eddie Murphy on, on the set of the new Beverly Hills Cop. There was photos of him, <gasps> him in his, his lion's jacket. What? Who's in it? Um, I have to look it up. No. I don't know. I don't know. Because I mean, they're filming it right now, so I don't. I don't know if it. It's not gonna be like. Is he gonna be the main character, or is it gonna be like a new generation? No, no. It's like he's playing. It's Axel Foley again. Oh, JGL. Let's see. Oh, Joseph Gordon. Beverly Hills Cops. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt's in it. Yep. Uh, and it, this this one's they're going back to it being like a hard R, right? Like it's not going to be like the probably like the third one was like PG thirteen and was lame. Oh, so bad. I mean, I was what is like, he gonna wait? Wait, is JGL gonna replace um, Judge Reinhold? Because that would be amazing. <laughs> no, I want Judge Reinhold to be Judge Reinhold, but that would no, be no, fun. no, yeah. no. <laughs> they have no names, so I don't know. <laughs> hmm. But who 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 will know? So. That's fine. Yeah. Trying to think. I, I wonder if they're just gonna if it's gonna be like a situation where they just ignore that the third one ever happened. Right. Oh, so I didn't text you guys last week when I was listening to your episode, but there the the, the, the fact that you guys couldn't think of the word quartet was like really bothering me. <laughs> um there was Oh, did I say quattro? I I think I've said yeah. quattro. It was there were so many other things when I was yelling at the, the, the podcast and I just I, like what do you guys do without me? Jesus Christ! Obviously, get things very wrong. Very wrong. It that is that is really funny that I could. It is yeah. yeah, I, quartet, yeah. You're it's like it's like a it's a duo, a trio, and a quattro, yeah. right? Yeah. That is yeah. Yeah, we got it was a word that wasn't coming to our brains. No. That is that's really really funny. Yeah. Love it when outside person with no pressure comes comes a week yeah, later. Yeah, exactly. I just kind of just like strolling. It, this is I just, was an English minor. I was an English minor too, guys. Just remember that, okay? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was not. When it. Because you guys are talking about like not writing papers and stuff in college, and I'm like, screw you guys. Well, that was your own was... choice, now wasn't it? How's that English minor treating you? It's helping me a lot. When I when I um, I've gotten many comments from um a lot of Gen Zers or whatever this generation is that are 20 year olds old. They're like, why do you use punctuation in all your text messages? It really bothers them because yeah. I use proper punctuation. Yeah, and, I did too. I tried to many times. It bothers them, and I'm like, "What? I'm supposed to end a sentence with a period? Like, I don't understand. How do you? Yeah, they I don't, hate. They hate I use periods. They hate it for some odd reason. Yeah, I don't it. understand that one. It really, it really bothers them. So I'm just like, I'm sorry. I'm just gonna do me and just do the way that I text people. <laughs> well, you know what's really strange is that. Uh, so the my cousins have a ten year old. She's get, actually she's eleven tomorrow. But um, she she was telling me about school. She's in the 
fifth grade going into fifth grade or fifth, yeah fifth, fifth fifth grade i think um i was asking her like about things you know asked her about somehow cursive came up and she said like, yeah no we, they don't teach us cursive anymore she's like they they kind of taught us like in the third grade just about it but they stopped but the thing that really shocked me is that she says they don't teach spelling anymore like they flat out do not she said they they don't there's no emphasis on spelling anymore which makes sense if you think about the way kids text and um you know like you said no punctuation they they literally don't teach it in school because it's just like what's the point we're screwed no no there's a point the, the, well, no, no, I'm saying that's their this, that's what they're saying. Oh, is cursive, the yeah, there's I, no point, but uh, spelling. No, yeah, because, yeah, we, she and I, you know, I got into a discussion with her parents because, like, you don't, I mean, outside of signing your name, which mine's just totally turned into a doctor's signature, how often do you use cursive? Do you, do you guys write in cursive? Uh, I, I, I do, all I, the time. You know how I write, Nate? It's you do, I do. Oh, no, you, you're, and your, hand, your handwriting is actually excellent. Uh, mine's um, like a pseudo-cursive, not cursive thing. But yeah, so, but that one didn't surprise me. They wouldn't teach it anymore. But the spelling thing shocked me. That's... Well, they're just wait. It's in Missouri, right? Kansas. Kansas. Yeah, that makes yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah, totally. I believe we still have a spelling curriculum here in California, but who knows? We'll see. Kira's only seven. <laughs> yeah. They're not focused it's... on spelling right now. Although she's obsessed with spelling, like she wants to make sure she spells everything correctly, oh, well, which good. I think is partially because she's my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> Fair yeah, enough. I could see that. That's. Uh, I'm trying to think, I'm like, uh, the girls. I don't. I don't pay attention to their handwriting too often. Not my job. No, they don't. They don't. Yeah. Like Kira can't read cursive, and she hates it when when I write things kind of too cursive-y. She she can't read it. She gets mad at me. I did see like a. I guess it would be a TikTok thing in the reels of the Instagram, uh, the other day of like, uh, this woman saying it. What I would love to do is put a bunch of these Gen Zers in a room together with a TV that has no remote, a VCR player, a you know all these things, a rotary phone, and all and like just like whatever else. And but all the instructions are in cursive, and see how they do with that. And they have all 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 the things they have to do is in cursive. So I would love to see that. Yeah, but. But who's going to buy the next generation of the live, laugh, love signs if they're not in cursive? Like, they won't be able to read it. That is an excellent point. <laughs> it's an excellent point. You and your chuggy signs, get out of here. Chuggy. Oh, that's a callback. I know one word. I know one of these young that, word, young people word signs. That's that's a callback. I'm learning a lot of different slang that I already forgot. But, like, someone told me the, the word ops is, like, your opposition or, like, your enemy. And yeah. I was like... What? That's a video game slang. Wait, I just is it? Yeah, it like it's I when guess. the kids use. Oh, that's sus. Oh, I've like, heard sus. Yeah. Well, yeah. But that it makes sense. Apparently, it's... really old because I meant I mentioned it because I'm like, oh yeah, I learned sus like a little while ago. They're like, oh, that's been around for a long time. I'm like, sorry. <laughs> well, it seems a little sus to well, me. Well, I think I did. I think I heard that uh, Chugi is already. Outdated. Oh, it's out. It's got to be outdated because yeah. we took a yeah. bit, we 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 own Chugi. Well, we... once the. Uh, Oh, that was another thing that was funny about what my cousin was, but the 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 parent, my co- like of the ten year old, was saying that um, that like kids of that age, like they have no concept of what a boomer is anymore. They just assume a boomer is anybody over thirty. Right. They they have they don't know. So, so we're boomers now, I guess, to to the younger generation. No, you're still millennials, guys. You're still millennials. Is is Kira, is Kira and like is that Gen Z or is there or is there something below Gen Z? There's now? gonna be something below Gen Z. No, I okay. no idea. I don't even keep track. I should because I work in media and you know we target demographics and stuff. But I just choose to be a little ignorant with with her generation, just because I feel like Kira is an exceptional human being and she's not going to be like her generation. I agree. Totally. <laughs> I'm going to say I, that many many times, I, but who knows? I agree totally. I think it's a different generation, we'll but see. because Gen Z, like we're a different. Well, okay. I think it's Gen A actually. If that. If that rings a bell. Gen A? It goes all the way back. Really? Yeah, it goes and loops back around. Look that up. Huh. It makes sense. Well, yeah, because what else are they going to... What are they... Alpha. Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. Of course, it could be fucking alphas. Yeah. Generation Alpha is the demographic cohort succeeding. Generation Z. Researchers say that the early to mid-2010s. So that's Kira. Okay. 
early to mid 2010s is, is gen of alpha or gen z gen alpha oh, okay interesting man we're so we're like four generations back now yikes that's rough we're the, we're like the most screwed generation just fyi just with everything yeah pretty much but yeah but we're gonna get out yeah, before it gets really bad aren't we yeah. or are we just not gonna be able to fend like, ourselves when it gets really bad like, like the world's we gonna just, end we or? won't we won't be able to retire that's 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 our generation like the, the, the previous generation gen x will be fine we're gonna be the first ones that won't Sweet. be able to retire i i make i make the cusp of gen x i'll be okay yeah. i'll be able to retire no problem guys totally how's your 401k just got a lot bigger because <laughs> because Medi medicare medicare is not going to be around oh I don't, I don't need to I, I, and and what else what my else, dad what, died like, you know, that's my 401k yeah <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah. That's a well, horrible that's thing for me to wealth. say. What's that? But that's generational wealth, like, right Oh, there. I don't wouldn't like, go that I mean, as, as a child of an immigrant, like... Same here. You just don't have that. Yeah, but your, your dad had money and my dad didn't, and you didn't have any assets. <laughs> like, so there, there's a difference, you know? There, I, I'm not... Touche. I, 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 I kid, but... Uh, no, he came in here, edu like, whatever, like, in that sense, but wasn't exactly, like... He, he, he came out here with a dollar in his pocket. He, he came in here. Like, yes, he did come in. Yes, 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 yes. He, yeah. So, thanks for making me feel it's, bad for being that immigrant, Sam. No, I'm not making you feel bad. I, I'm just saying that there's a, there's a big difference between yeah. like when, when you talk about like generational wealth. There's like different layers of that, right? Like there's there's just people that have been here and have like, you know four or five generations that have been here and then they, they have like a ton of property or assets yeah. or land or, you know what I mean? Like there's just their lives, livelihood and that's just the way it is, you know, and they inherit it for many generations. Well, that's not us. It was literally. No, I know, but that's, but that's yeah. like, there's all these different layers of that. No, know? yeah, but, no, no, no. My dad. I mean, your dad was really successful. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, gave, he, he like, left everything you know, behind to go downplaying that. No, yeah. no, I do. But you know, it's him. Uh, he wouldn't want me to upplay it, to be honest with you. He was just him. Yeah, I mean, he was a remarkable human being, from what I gather. So. Yeah, he he did his things, like as mm -hmm. as your dad did. He did pretty good, from the sounds of it. He produced some good kids, doing good things now. Yeah. <laughs> Not so much on my end. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, good is subjective, right? Yeah, yeah, better 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 than what my dad did. I'll be honest with you. So. <laughs> Well, I mean, you turned out okay. I mean, uh, I'm not talking about your siblings because I don't know them. Yeah. But um, you're fine. I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm holding this crazy together. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as good as a as a Welshman can be. Exactly. In the States, right? better, better than you know, an Englishman. You... That's all that matters. Oh. Yeah. I started watching Welcome to Wrexham. It's pretty good. Oh yeah. How? I, there's only like two episodes out so far, yeah. right? I I'm, think. I'm waiting. I don't want to ruin anything because I know how the season goes. I'm not going to ruin yeah. anything. Well, but well, I, 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 didn't, I don't know anything, so that's why. It, but it starts way, like, doesn't it technically, they started filming before they even technically yeah. purchased the team, right? It's like early, early, early yeah. on. That's really cool. They filmed, like, the, the call that they had with all of the townspeople like, yeah. because yeah. it's owned by the town, right? Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. They, were, they were pitching themselves to them, so they were filming that already as part of the documentary before they even got the green light because, you know, they have money and they, they have a camera crew. They can afford that, you know? Um so yeah, they started from way from the beginning, and like Ryan Reynolds, I forgot that Ryan Reynolds and and, and Rob had never met. Before. Yeah, that was surprising that they they were like meet friends through like Twitter and things, but they'd never physically met before, which was surprising. Yeah. The way they, the way they get along is like two old friends. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's cute. I think it's cute. Yeah. The bromance. I do too. Yeah. Oh, and another show that you would probably like, Nate, since we're talking about shows that you don't watch, is The Bear. The Bear is amazing. That's, that is one that my cousin said I absolutely need to watch. What, that's on Hulu or Netflix? It's on Hulu because it's FX. Okay. Because so, like, yeah. Disney owns Hulu and Hulu. So I don't know if you know this, but like Disney Plus has been putting all of the like family content on Disney Plus, and they've been putting all the adult content, on which Hulu. is primarily FX and like all the other R-rated titles, onto Hulu. Oh, they own both. They own both. And that's why you get that. the package. And then you get some ESPN yeah. thrown yeah, in there for the shits and giggles. And you get ESPN. Is, cause that's the, is the, the bear, is, is it an hour, a half hour? Is it? It's a, it's a half hour. It's super easy to watch. And the thing is, I mean, just to warn you ahead of time, Nate, just because I know that this might be an issue, like, 
it is like a hundred percent anxiety ridden the entire so, time. I, that is what I heard. I heard the even, and I heard there was specifically one episode that is like especially, yeah. especially like you hard. Can't, you can't expect to like sit back and watch the show like on the couch and just be like, oh, I'm watching the show casually because it's just not like that. Like you literally like feel like you're in a restaurant the entire time. It's mm. super intense, but I like it. Okay, and I like Jeremy Allen White because he's amazing. He's yeah. like lips from Shameless. I don't know if you watch Shameless. No, I know the one. Yeah, Problem. Yeah. Yeah. No, okay. Nate yeah. hasn't. Nate hasn't. Oh, of course not. No, but I know who I know who I recognized. Like I, when I saw him, I recognized him, but no, I didn't yeah. watch him. Well, guys, on that was, note, was, ooh, we're gonna go. Yeah. Wait, well, oh, hey, Sammy got one more thing to add in before we go. Oh, I was just gonna say I was telling my coworker that I have this like weird affinity for like um like emotionally unavailable men with sad eyes on T V. Like those are the, the the shows that I watch. Mm. And that would be the bear. That's very yeah. specific. Uh, that is a yeah. really, sad eyes. And John 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 Berthold's in it too. I know that. Oh, know I like him. Like, yeah. 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 Okay, guys, oh, check out cool. the bear. That's the mm. other thing. All right, that's the show. Excellent. Well, we ran a little long, Thanks, but guys. yeah. Oh, Sam. Yeah. You so can edit good. it. No, 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 no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let let it be. To be honest with you. 